I've been teasing, this is one of our most read stories of the day and in the past hour. Amazon spending uh, its first day as the owner of Whole Foods Market cutting prices big time as much as 43%. Let's get a little bit more on the link up of these two companies and really the impact that Amazon continues to have now on another industry. Uh, And we're talking about the grocery industry. Greg Portell is the lead partner of consumer industries and retail practice at the global management consulting firm A.T. Carney. He joins us in our Bloomberg 1130 studio. Nice to have you back with us. Thank you. Glad to be here. It's amazing. Amazon is like the blob. It's just like, you know, going everywhere and anywhere. What do you find most striking about this link up of Amazon and Whole Foods? Well, the the cut in prices is obviously what everyone's getting excited about because right. we have a chance to get some cheap avocado and kale. Look at the shiny thing over there. <laughs> but what's really impressive is the speed that they've moved to integrate the customer experience. So not only can you go in and get your Echo now at Whole Foods, setting up Amazon lockers, really integrating the the customer data platforms as that starts moving online in the near future. That integrated experience is really what's going to transform grocery more so than playing around with prices. You sound like, forgive me, but you sound like somebody who could speak for Amazon saying, hey, look at, we're integrating the customer experience. This is a good thing. But these... This could have widespread implications in terms of how we shop now for groceries. They're still a relatively small it? player in the space. Okay. What they will do, however, is they set the expectations of the consumer to be very different than they're experiencing now. You know, whether you're shopping online through Channel 1, Channel 2, or Channel 3, it's unique, discrete customer experiences. What Amazon is creating is one single interface with a consumer, and it's going to force other grocers and other retailers to, to match that experience much more quickly than they have in the past. Is that kind of a good thing? And I think about the impact Uber has had on kind of the ride space, if you will, not just the ride sharing space, but on cabs and taxis and stuff. Everybody's like, oh, wow, we're in the 21st century. We got to do things differently rather than just accepting the status quo. Is this maybe a good thing? And maybe in the end, consumers benefit by all of kind of the supermarket players out there doing things in a more efficient way, if you will. Well, and it's not just a more efficient way. It's a customer-centric way. In in the past, it might have been, depending on what the retailer's view was, very channel-centric. Are we online? Are we brick and mortar? Right. Amazon doesn't really define the world that way. They define it as the consumer. Right. And from a a competitor standpoint, they're actually going to see some positives come out of this well because they now have the urgency to put into place their transformation programs that they've been trying to to create a call to action on for a while now. Um, you Were you surprised that regulators signed off on this deal so quickly? Because I said to you when you walked in, man, Amazon moves quickly. And you said to me, regulators move pretty quickly. I think we were all caught a little bit by surprise with the speed at which the the deal closed. And in, in my mind, that's an indication that the government and the regulators still view Amazon as a tech company that sells things as opposed to a retailer going into an adjacent space. Greg, how should we? We're talking with Greg Portell, lead partner of consumer industries and retail practice at the uh, global consulting firm A.T. Carney. How should we view Amazon? Amazon is a consumer products company. Now, that consumer product experience takes place in entertainment, in products, in retail experiences, and even in business services that they're providing to other companies. But it is still completely focused on how to deliver the best products and services for a consumer audience. Is there a point where it should become um, 
scrutinized more by the government? Well, even if you took a, a, a you know a, a tough lens at mm-hmm. the deal, there's not a whole lot of negative in place here. Right. I mean, they are a heavy data company in terms of the amount of information they're collecting, and this allows them to extend that. But it's not putting them in a position where they are doing anything adverse to a consumer experience. You know, one thing that kind of troubles me sometimes is I feel like technological advances have been really good for many people. And sometimes I feel like it's at the higher end of the economic spectrum. Does everybody benefit by a move by like what Amazon's doing with Whole Foods? I mean, Whole Foods is typically your higher end. Uh, consumer, but I mean, does everybody benefit by what we're seeing Amazon do? The, uh, the big, pro, a big portion of the consumers will. I mean, one, the you expectation, know what I'm yeah, at. right. But the expectation is you'll see lower prices on the Whole Foods side, in terms of Amazon's ability to squeeze some of those price or create some price compression. But realistically, it's what they're going to learn in that space and how they are going to change the overall way the industry works that will benefit a broader set of consumers. Because consumers already have cheaper food options out there if that's what they're looking for. Right. It's the change of experience and the the, the split of the market in terms of a good experience and a, and a low service experience that'll be important to, to see what happens. Kind of enjoyable versus mundane. I've got to do grocery shopping. Correct. <laughs> All right, going to leave it there. Greg, nice to get back with you. Uh, Greg Portel, lead partner of Consumer Industries and Retail Practice at AT Kearney in our New York studio.